Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, everybody, everyone. Is that too loud? Good morning, good morning, everybody. My name is Kathy Brooks, and this is the LUTG Radio Show on LUTGradio.com, WKKP Digital Broadcasting. All righty. Good morning to everyone. Good morning. Glory to God. Um, people are still on the hype for the Super Bowl. If that is you, congratulations. If it was, if you were rooting for the Rams and they, cause they won, congratulations to you, you and you. I talked about it yesterday, and uh, I know sometimes, I know some, I know sometimes some of the things I say to y'all may sound kind of out there, and whatnot. Be like, she really knew somebody was gonna get hurt. They was already injured. And their injuries just persisted because they kept playing on it. But I didn't know that because I don't watch football. Not on a regular basis. Every now and then I'll pass by the channels and whatnot. But that's what I heard. So um, sometimes y'all may y'all rem- may remember that I would tell y'all things like sometimes I would come across people and uh, it would seem like to me that their parts were talking like their body parts were talking said yo pray for me this is hurting yo yo and so i'd be like yo man are you are you in pain what's going on what's going on and so i'm just explaining it in kind of in layman's terms but to me that's what it was that's what it was sounding like like yo 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 i'm in pain bro i'm in pain help me out help me out that's to me that's what it was sounding like yo really all right, so I'm going to go ahead and let that roll like that. Y'all can kind of see kind of everything up in here. But um, anyway, uh, I apologize for the jacked upness of my little area here. But uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> and so um, so anyway, uh, with, with that being said, sometimes I do hear I hear what's going on with people's bodies. Uh, and I ain't gonna say that I understand all the time because I don't. I don't I don't always understand everything that I'm hearing. But I'm not nuts, just so you know that. So um I just wanted to share that with y'all and open up with prayer. Alright, so here we go. <laughs> Father God, in the name of Jesus, I come to you, Lord God, through the shared blood of your son Jesus Christ to give you thanks. And to honor you, Lord God, to to just thank you, Lord God, for waking us up this morning. Thank you, Lord God, for your peace and for your strength. Thank you, Lord God, for you alone are worthy of all the glory, the honor, the power, and the praise. I thank you, Heavenly Father, for your strength and for your hope. I thank you, Lord God, for you alone are worthy of all the glory, the honor, the power, and the praise. There will be there will be no us without you, oh Father God. I thank you, Lord God, for loving us with all that you have, all that is in you, Lord God. You, Lord God, have given it to us. We just thank you, Lord God, for your peace. We thank you, Lord God, that you help us when we get angry, that we can be angry and not show it, that we may hear you, Lord God, and receive your direction for our life, for our for the day. Amen. In the name of Jesus, Lord God, I thank you, Father. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. All right. Um, so we're gonna put on the whole armor of God and then we're gonna talk about love and forgiveness. You know how we I love to talk about love and forgiveness. Cause I'm always working on that. I ain't gonna lie. I remember I told y'all the story about my pastor. 
I went to New York with my pastor. This was uh, during the time of uh, 9-11. We were supposed to go. I told you all about that story. We were supposed to go. And God gave me this image of 9-11 getting straight, of uh, New York getting straight jacked up. That was for 9-11. We were supposed to be there uh, on the 10th and going into the city of New York on the 11th. You know, bada bing, bada boom. Going up in there, have a good time, see what's there, pop, 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 pop. We'd have been right there in that in that bomb. And so and we were we had plans to go to the uh towers where where the uh the what was hit, those twin towers. That's where we were going. You know, because that's a tourist attraction. Everybody wants to see the twin towers, right? And so we were going there. Boom, 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 boom. Guys like, nope, don't go there, don't go there. And so he told Clarence McClendon and whole all, every every person, because all every lots of churches were going there, right? And he told Bishop McClendon, Bishop McClendon's like, I ain't going there. Something something happened. God said, Don't go. I'm canceling. And for him to go to New York, that's money. That's making money. When he travels, he goes to not only he goes to win souls, but God pays him a salary of abundance of increase when he goes to speak the word of God because he's saving souls for the kingdom of God. And so God blesses him. Cause that's his vocation, right? And he did that for every preacher that was going to New York on that day, right? God loves us so much. And so what he did for those preachers, he also did for, he did for the entire fivefold ministry and the lay people. That would be me, but that would be me. And so I guess some of the pastors, he was, he was talking to our pastors, but they wasn't listening. They were kind of like, I don't know. I don't know. You know how I know? Because he had to come all the way to me. I was the toilet cleaner. I was a toilet cleaner. You feel me? A volunteer toilet cleaner. Don't get paid. We volunteer. Clean toilets. Do you know how dirty a man's toilet can get? The men's toilet can get terribly dirty. Terribly dirty. Because just spreads everywhere. Terribly dirty. And the women's is not much better except that women don't like to walk in tissue and trash. So they're going to be a little bit cleaner, but, and also, uh, the head lady, first lady had to use that same bathroom. So there's no way that y'all was going to mess up that bathroom. She was going to complain about it and make you clean it. So you don't drop nothing on the floor and not pick it up. Cause she would have been right there. Yo, did you drop that? D- d- look, you treat this better than you treat your house. This is God's house. Something okay, I'm maybe exaggerating, but basically, when she was around, you better keep it clean. When you go to her house, ain't nothing out of place, ain't no dust, nowhere, ain't no dirt, nowhere. All right, so that's what that's how it was when you go to her house, ain't no dirt, nowhere. Look, this house is clean. You see my house, this is how you keep the church, <laughs> and this is how you keep your house. And so, that's what she would say back in the day, anyway. So, what am I saying? What am I saying? What am I saying? Um, sometimes you will get a message from God and don't always seem like normal or right. Like, I don't even know these people. What, what does that mean to me? It means God wants to use you for this particular purpose. So sometimes when I walk up on people and their body start goes, their body parts started going, Oh, what up? What up? Jesus. Help. And so I'll hear it and I just start praying for people. Sometimes, sometimes I pray for them directly. Oftentimes I just pray for them on the spot and I ain't even got to touch them because that's called like sending a word. I ain't even got to touch them. I just start praying for them and to God be the glory. You know, sometimes if I'm in a group, then I'll say, hey, yo, we'll, we'll be like, you want prayer? You know, and we pray for them. But if I'm by myself, I'm like, I don't really know this attitude. I don't know this spirit or whatever, but I ain't got to know you to pray for you. Sometimes it'd be the meanest people, but why are they mean? Why are they upset? Because they in pain. 
Most people walk around and enjoy. Most people are not mean. The only time you get you see somebody get really getting mean is when they in pain. Check it. Alright? Alright, so there you go. So you too may have heard uh uh may have heard uh body parts speaking and whatnot. Uh, don't get upset. Don't get scared because God's not giving you a spirit of fear, but a power, love, and a sound mind. And go ahead and pray in the name of Jesus for that person without laying on hands. You ain't even got to apply no power uh, to it because a lot of y'all like to apply some of that spiritual power that you, you, you that you got. And God's like, let the word do the work. All right? Let the word do the work. All right. So that being said, we're going to put on the whole armor of God. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. All right. So y'all that are here with me every day, you already know that we do Luke 24, 45 to kick it off. Like, like they, like I do a coin, a coin, a coin, a coin toss (laughs) before, uh, sports events to see who going to go first. Well, let me tell you here, Jesus is going first, but he giving us the hookup to be like, yo, this is the unwrapping for your present and for your gift. It is Luke 24:45. It says, "Then open he their understanding that they might understand the scriptures." Glory to God. You get that right here on LUTGradio.com, WKKP Digital Broadcast, and we just unwrapping the scriptures for you. Go with me to Ephesians chapter six. Ephesians chapter six. Verse 10 through 17. If y'all don't know me, for you folks that are tuning in, my name is Kathy Brooks, and this is the LUTG Radio Show on LUTGRadio.com. Go ahead and share the link. We're putting on the whole armor of God. Put it on Twitter. Follow me on uh, YouTube and Facebook and, and what they call it, Meta now, and Instagram and, and social. Look. Um, you may, you may, somebody may have copied or, or linked my website and whatnot. Cause a lot of people be like, why, how come she ain't making no money? Because I see her website everywhere. Well, my website is only in one place, LUTGradio.com. If you see my stuff out there someplace else on another website, another URL that is not a social media, please let me know. Look, I ain't going to sue nobody. I'm going to just say, yo, you taking my loot. My harvest is coming in. The word of God says, I will bless those that bless thee and curse those that curse thee. I want you cursed. So let go, let go. If it ain't yours, let go. See, nobody made this content but me. And some of the people associated with me, some of the people that let me use their music is their content too. So you, you take it also from the musicians and the artists. So don't do that. Don't take musicians and artists work really hard to make those three minute songs. Sometimes it takes them a week, a month, a couple months to get a song fully complete together to try and get an album together can take them a whole year. And so when you go outside of their permissions to play their music and to play their songs and they ain't getting a piece of that, they don't even know that it's being done and they ain't getting nothing, no kind of nothing. And you doing it without their permission. That's rude. That's rude. And so you want to go ahead and love your artists and love the musicians because they are, they are moving and they are working for the kingdom of God and they trying so hard to be a blessing. So let's be a blessing to them. Amen. And to LUTG radio. All right, so, um, and so for all the artists that are on the station, go ahead and bless them. Uh, go to their website, uh, get their stuff. You know what I'm saying? Get their albums. Uh, check them out. And we're putting on the whole armor of God. Y'all got it up already. Y'all know I be talking in between and give you time to pull it up. So we're at Ephesians chapter six, verse ten through seventeen, uh, eighteen and nineteen, and number and verse twenty-four. Here we go. 
Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand. Ooh, there's a lawyer listening. All right, y'all. Look, that's right. Open it up to the whole office, all everywhere you go, all your friends. Amen. I appreciate it. Amen. Stand therefore, having your loins girt about with truth and having on the breastplate of righteousness and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Whoa, that's your whole armor. Uh, clink, clink, yeah. You ready? Now, this is the part that is, see, that part, the the, the, the verses 10 through 17, that's what God going to do for you. God is, that's God doing. Now, this is what you do. Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. And for me, that utterance may be given unto me that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel. Now, this is going to be important as we talk about today's lesson. All right. All right. All right. So and then verse 24, grace be with all them that love our Lord Jesus Christ. In sincerity, amen. Go meet in the book of Numbers. Remember I told you Jewish people pray over their kids every day. And this is one of the prayers that they say over their kids, that their kids may prosper. It says, the Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face shine upon thee. I'm on number 624 through 27. Come on now. The Lord make his face shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. And they shall put my name upon the children of Israel and I will bless them. That's number 624 through 27. Bless your children. Amen. Hallelujah. Psalms 91. Psalms 91. Psalms 91, baby. Amen. This is another thing that, uh, this is Psalms 91 was written by Moses. And this is another prayer, uh, that the Jewish, our Jewish brothers and sisters often use, uh, for their family. And we as Christians use it too, because we are adopted, we are adopted not into Judaism, but we are adopted into Jesus Christ who grew up as a Jew. Amen. And he became amen, salvation for all the whole world. Here we go. Psalms 91, he that dwelleth in the secret place of the most high shall abide in the shadow of the almighty. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge. My, he is my refuge and my fortress. My God in him will I trust. Surely he shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with his feathers and under his wings shall thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shall not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the air that flieth by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Only when thine eyes shall thou behold and see the reward of the wicked. 
because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the most high, thy habitation. There shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. Thou shalt tread upon the lion and adder, the young lion and the dragon shalt thou trample under feet. Because he hath set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high, because he hath known my name. He shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. Isaiah fifty four thirteen through seventeen. And I'm on Isaiah fifty four thirteen through seventeen. And all thy children shall be taught of the Lord, and great shall be the peace of thy children. In righteousness shall thou be established. Thou shalt be from thou shalt be far from oppression, for thou shalt not fear, and from terror, for it shall not come near thee. Behold, they shall surely gather together, but not by me. Whosoever shall gather together against thee shall fall for thy sake. Behold, I have created the smith that bloweth the coals and the fire, and that bringeth forth an instrument for his work. And I have created the waster to destroy. No weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper, and every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment thou shalt condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. Amen. Amen. That is the whole armor of God. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. To God be all the glory, the honor, the power, the praise. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. My name is Kathy Brox, and this is the LUTG Radio Show on LUTGradio.com, WKKP Digital Broadcasting. And we're about 18 minutes or so into the show. Amen, amen, amen. And I just want to say, Jesus loves you, beloved, and so do I. And so the title of the show, and which I should probably, I, I keep trying to remember to do that at the beginning. Um, but anyway, so the title of the show is, is the, the title is, um, say no, say what Jesus says is what it is. It's say what Jesus says, glory God, say what Jesus says to sin. And God always says no to sin. That's just, that's just a given. Because if Jesus ever said yes to sin, there would be no point to his salvation. But he always goes, no, no, no. Do you want me to sing it to you? No, 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 no. I mean, yes, I'm saying to you, say no, no, no. <laughs> we can just turn that into a whole song, right? <laughs> I'm saying no, no, no. <laughs> oh my goodness. Y'all knew I grew up in Chicago, Illinois. And Chicago, Illinois is a great place to live. But just like every other city, it has its hot spots for sin and its hot spots for holiness. And so, um, where do the cold parts come in? When the season of winter comes, that's the only cold part that you'll find in Chicago. And then the other places is just lukewarm, one foot in sin and one foot out, one foot in God and one foot in sin. And so we, what we're trying to do is get both feet in God. Amen. Cause sometimes, you know, people do stuff 
And it ain't right. I can't tell you how many times I've seen fathers bop their kids upside their head. And like, whoa, that ain't cool. But we don't know why he was bopping up upside the head. He could have stole something. He could have mouthed off to the wrong person. And Pops is trying to discipline him in front of everybody so that the person... <clears throat> That he did that too would know you ain't gotta you ain't gotta come after him. I got this. And so sometimes father would do fathers will do things that don't seem right, but it'll save the child's life. It don't seem right, but it'll save the child's life. Right, right. I told you about the story when um one of my uh one of my uh, uh family members came home. Well, he was drunk, he was high, and he decided to go and uh, take somebody's car. And he ended up getting in an accident, messing up the car. And instead of coming clean and telling them the truth, uh, he just went went home and went to sleep and let them discover it. <laughs> I was like, you know, the funny thing about that is my mom had flipped us over the couch so many times and beat our butt so many times that we knew not to do that, except for one of the oldest ones. He did something that that ignorant, um, and he ended up burning up a brand new car because he thought he knew better than her. Because you know there was some girl that you know he really wanted to take out, so he snuck Mama's car and ended up getting it stuck in a ditch in the snow. Instead of coming to get Mama, he thought he could just run the engine enough and it'll it'll push out of the hole. It was in winter time. He <laughs> he could have just came home and said, Mama, look. The car is stuck. And she would have told him what to do to get the car out of the hole. But he thought for sure he knew better. He ain't know better. He did not know better. He got his tail whooped. Then he knew better. Because <laughs> at the time, you know, that car was really expensive, especially for a single mom. And uh, she put a lot into getting that car. 16 hours a day. Because you need a down payment back then. And so... <laughs> 16 hours a day for a long time saving up money to get a down payment to pay for a brand new car so she could take her babies to and fro and go get groceries and not have to get groceries on a bus or pay a jiffy cab to go to work because not all the jiffy cabs are cool some of them are like what's up lady and so you always got to be careful which jiffy cab you get because some of them may be having a bad day or some of them may be drinking and so um, what did, what did the father do? The father was like, oh, you grown? You grown enough to tear my car and then you ain't man enough to say nothing about it? Get out. <laughs> That's a man for you. Get out. I love you, but get out. You lying to me. You stealing from me. You are mistreating me. You are mistreating my trust. Get out. I don't want you before my sight for a little while. Get out. You can tell your mama you okay. Call and let her know. You better call and let her know. Get out my house. I'm going to change the locks because you're acting like a thief. I didn't raise a thief. <laughs> I'm kind of exaggerating based on, you know, the character of the person. Because, you know, they're loving people, but at the same time, you you misdo, you mistreat their trust and start stealing from them. They're like, yo, bro, I got to treat you like one of these dudes on the street. Man, I ain't going to allow no street dude to come up here and take my stuff and mess it up. What makes you think I'm going to let you do it? Yo, you want to act like a street dude? Fine. Get out. 
eventually did welcome him back in, but he had to punish him because, you know, he was too big to spank. When they get too big to spank, you got to start treating them like you would do do any other man. You, you love them, but... And so anyway, what does that have to do with this? Well, God stands in, Jesus stands in the gap for us. He stands in the gap for us and he loves us 100%. Your father and your mother, um, I ain't gonna say that every father and every mother loves their children because sometimes they don't know how to love because they never received love or it was a uh, inappropriate love. So we'll just say they never received love. Go with me to first Corinthians chapter six. 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 17 through 20. We're still talking about saying no to sin, say what Jesus said. Now, the Holy Bible is, is the testimony of Christ. The Holy Bible, the Old Testament, New Testament is all about God and the testimony of Christ. This is Jesus' book. Amen. All right. And so we are his branches. And even the sinner, mm-hmm, the sinner is made in the image of the Most High God. The physical image, the spiritual image. It's just that they have the free will to say yes to God or to say no. And they ain't said yes yet. They have not said yes as of yet. And some of them have said yes, but they went back and they backslid. They was like, yo, what you say, snake? Oh, for real? Snake be like, yo, I know the doctor said you shouldn't eat after midnight. But man, don't this chocolate look good? Don't that chocolate look good? You know you want some of that chocolate. It's just a minor surgery. It ain't going to bother you too much. Go ahead, get some of that chocolate. Your answer should be no. The Lord rebuked thee. All right, 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 17, it says, But he that is joined unto the Lord is one spirit. Flee fornication. Every sin that a man doeth is without the body. But he that committed fornication sinneth against his own body. What? Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you, which ye have, which ye have of God, and ye are not your own? For ye are bought with a price. Therefore glorify God in your body. And in your spirit, which are God's. You to glorify God with your body always. So if so, say for example, somebody asking you to do something that is not right. You discover and you find out, hold on, that's not normal. Like for example, I'm going to use Joyce Myers as an example. She grew up, beautiful kid, beautiful kid. You know, she grew up as a little kid. And when she, I guess when she got of a certain age, her dad started uh, coming into her instead of her mom. Um, he would be drunk sometimes, sometimes he wouldn't, uh, from way, with the way she tell the testimony. And he did that up until, I guess she must've started her period. Cause he, I guess he didn't want to make, make her have a baby, but he kept coming in and having sex with this little eight and nine year old girl. And so it is very odd and very strange for your first sexual relationship to be with your father, the one that made you. You should never have that experience, not with a father or with a mother. That is, I'm telling you now, that is an unnatural thing. That is not a normal thing. I know in the Bible it says that Lot's daughters went and had got him drunk and had sex with him to, so that they could have a baby. Um, they were not in the wilderness. They were not the last three people in the earth. 
They truly were not. They were just simply on a mountain for a little bit of time. So what was in those girls? The very sin that God was killing in Sodom and Gomorrah. That's what was in them. The spirits of sin. Why? Because they doubted in their heart that God would not. They they didn't believe that God would provide for them an actual man that is not their father, not, not their blood relative. They they needed they they didn't believe that God would give them some distance from their father that that God would provide a man so that was an unnatural union and it was deceptive um and so um glory to God all right and so with Joyce Myers uh her dad came in under her and he was you know treating her like she a grown woman you know, like he was married to her. This is another reason why I tell y'all, be careful about putting your spiritual penises in your daughters and in your sons. Because when you get to moving that thing around up in there, for y'all, it feels natural. It feels like, you know, this is your your vagina. That ain't your vagina. That's her vagina and her husband's vagina and the Holy Ghost's vagina. It ain't your vagina. It ain't your vagina. And your son's penis ain't your penis. That's his and the Holy Ghost and his wife to be. And so uh, when you have unnatural unions with your children, you create a spiritual soul tie. And the funny, I shouldn't say funny. The odd thing is your children love you. They still see you as a parent. And they have that spirit of obedience on them because it's from God to be obedient. And they get confused about loving you and trying to love someone as a spouse. And they trying to figure out, is this normal? Does Do other kids go through this? And some of you are so bad. You, 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 you keep ignoring God so much that you do this past the age of puberty for these children. Should he have stopped? He should have never started. But he sure should have stopped before she reached puberty. He did not. He went up to she about 14. About 14, most girls... Most girls go through puberty at about 12. You keep messing with little girls, they can have babies at the age of five. Because there's more eggs in their womb at five than it is at 12 and 15 and 30 and 35 and 40. Yep. Didn't know that, did you? I looked that up. I looked it up and all over the world, there were little girls, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Having babies because their father or their uncle or somebody, a neighbor, a stranger, assaulted them and they became pregnant. They had periods at five because people was messing with them. Anyway, these kids have a right to be free. They grew up to be adults that are seeking freedom and you wonder sometimes why they act out and some people they don't even act out violently but emotional they mean physically they don't act out but emotionally they're acting out or they're hiding things or they have a certain part of their memory is completely shut off from them and certain things and certain parts of their life they just cannot remember because it's tied to the trauma it's tied to the trauma and some of them just get high every day just trying to forget the images that are in their head of having sex with their parents, knowing they didn't want to. 
Some of them go into full adulthood still having sex with their parents because their parents still have that that spiritual stronghold over them. Get you not. Grown women still having sex with their father because he told them this is the way a father loves their daughter. And her being too ashamed to say anything thought that that was real. Even though she went to school and went to college, she never said anything. She never tell, never told anybody. So she she thought that that was normal. Until she met a man that wanted to love her for real and told her, you know, he he asked her, you know, he he get to he 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 was a praying man, and he started asking questions. He asking God and God told him what happened to her. And so he started asking her questions. Well, what do you think? Uh, uh, what do you think love is? What is love to you? What is love to you? And he started explaining to her what is love. Go to first John chapter four, first John chapter four, verses eight and 11, eight through 11. It says, he that loveth not knoweth not God for God is love. In this was manifested the love of God toward us because that God sent his only begotten son into the world that we might live through him. Herein is love, not that we love God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation for our sins. To stand in the gap. To take the punishment for us. Beloved. If God so loved us. We ought also to love one another. And this is why Jesus tells us to love one another. As, as Christ loves the church. Is Jesus going around having sex. With the entire body of Christ. The answer is no. Did Jesus go around and have sex with every disciple. That he discipled. No he did not. I truly believe that Jesus had one wife. I really do. That's just me. Because I I was just so hoping that he would not be alone. But, you know. (laughs) Because back then, they got married kind of early. But anyway. um, So what am I saying? A husband. God will talk to a husband and tell him the hurt and the pain that his wife is going through. You need to pray for your wife, for the woman that you want to marry. And pray and ask God about her sexual life and about her emotional sexual life. So you have a physical sexual life and you have an emotional sexual life. And that emotional sexual life will cause her to be upset with a husband man that is not her relative. Who only wants to love her and to treat her like a real wife. Because she gets her mind and her emotions are tangled up with the unnatural relationship that she had with her father who was supposed to be her covering and protect her from all hurt, harm and or danger. But he kept listening to the devil. He would go to church and say, praise God, praise God, praise God. I love Jesus. And then his snack for when he go home was his daughter. That was his afternoon snack, having sex with his daughter after he went to church. While he got a perfectly good, full-grown wife in the kitchen cooking, he in the next, he in the bedroom having sex with his daughter. 
that ain't right, y'all. So we got to start saying what Jesus says. No to sin. No to sin. So the husband is being guided by God. And he has to go in and he has to, he is, when a husband, when God tells a husband what is, what the emotional stress and emotional sex stress that this child, that this woman has had as a child growing up. Now this husband has to, before he can be a husband, he has to start loving her like a father. He has to start loving her like Jesus loves the church. He has to show her that he is a real covering. He's not her natural father, but he has to love her like a father because a father says, you can trust me. I'm not going to hurt you and I'm not going to hurt your children, our children. I'm not going to hurt our children. So he has to break down those walls and rebuild this woman up. He has to break down those walls and rebuild the woman so that she can be the person that God called her and made her to be. Some women cannot be kissed on the side of the face and hugged because that is the way that her abuser, that I ain't gonna call her her abuser, that the abuser did the way he treated her when he was abusing her. Some women cannot be touched because the touch reminds them of the rape that they experienced when this man was imagining this person as being his wife or girlfriend and he didn't even know her. But in his mind, he knew her because he was stalking her. She had no clue about him, did not even know of him. And yet he knew her name. He knew where she lived. And he began to imagine her and having sex with her. Before he touched her physically, he touched her spiritually. This is why I keep telling y'all, stop having spiritual sex with random women. You don't even know them. That spiritual sex will turn into other things that you never even imagined you could ever do to a person. A little bit of sin will give you a harvest of sin. Say no to sin. Sex in every form is for you and your spouse. And check this out. You don't, you being a speaking spirit made in the image of the most high God, you don't need a demon for you to have sex. Because when you put yourself spiritually into a woman that is not your wife, those are demons that you are passing on to her and and you open the door to receive them unto yourself. Rape is not about sex. It is about control. It is a demon that is tempting you to gain control over this person so that they can gain even more control over you. That's the same as when you hear something say, uh, don't do this, do that. And it ain't you talking. It ain't God talking. So if it ain't you, it ain't God, and ain't nobody in your house, ain't nobody on your job, you won't see nobody else around, then what is it? Because it ain't the angels of God, because if God ain't talking, and, and the angels of God will introduce themselves, they will tell you who they are. 
and you can test the spirits and see if they believe that Jesus Christ is the risen Lord. Demons will try and get you to fall away from God at every turn, every moment of the day. If you give them an inch, do not give it to them. Say no to sin. Go with me to 2 Corinthians chapter 10 verses 4 through 6. I want you to start praying for the people that you love. Some of y'all be like, well, what about homosexuals? I hear you. I hear you. Look. I'm not condoning homosexual relationships. You ain't going to never find me doing that. But if you love that person, begin to pray for them. If you love that person, begin to pray for them. Don't start blackmailing them. Don't start blackmailing the, the, the abusers. Don't do that. Because then they're going to come out against you. But if you start praying for the person, you begin to make that person a whole person. And whether you get to have that person in your life as a mate or not, is not your concern. Because if you love them, it won't matter whether or not you get to have them. Because the most important thing is that they become a whole person. They get free from that sin, get free from the abuse. You want them, if you love them, you want them to be a whole person, emotionally and physically. Second Corinthians chapter 10, verse 4 through 6 says, for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God, to the pulling down of strongholds and casting down, to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalt itself against the knowledge of God, and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ, and having in readiness to revenge disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled. This is what you say when you get those images. Of sex with your parents, with your father or your mother. You ain't even you ain't even near them, but you'll get these images and their temptations of sex trying to get you to agree with this unnatural thing. Say no to it. This is this is how you say no to it. Second Corinthians four through six. Go with me. Um And then you can also use Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10 through 17. Finally, my brethren, this is a part of the armor of God. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God. This is one of the reasons why we put on the whole armor of God so that we can say no to sin. All right. Put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day. And having done all to stand, stand therefore having your loins girt about with truth and having on the breastplate of righteousness. And your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace above all, taking a shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked, and take the helmet of salvation, and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Say these scriptures, memorize them. Say them. And if you if you haven't if you have not memorized them, when you when those images come across your mind or you hear those words, any you hear your you hear the person that hurts you. In your ear, start saying these words. Put something else in your ear. Don't hurt yourself. Put the word of God in your ear. When the enemy comes at you and tells you that you are not fully saved, 
because you participate even now in sin because this person has a hold on you that feels so strong you feel like you can't get through. Second Corinthians 5.17, therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. All things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. When you receive Christ as your Lord and Savior, that oppression can no longer grab hold of you. In Matthew chapter 6, verse is 13, it says, And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. The blood of Jesus, your salvation, leads you away from evil. So don't listen to the devil when he tells you that you are not saved and that you are not a new creature. You are a new creature. When you gave your life to Christ, you became a new creature. But the the images and the thoughts and the desires of the old ways that you were kept coming back to you. And you thought there's no way I can get free from this because I still, I still feel the emotions. Emotions are a spiritual thing. Emotions is a spiritual person. Your mind, will, emotions, imagination, and consciousness. Those are your characters and your characters have a personality, a person. Emotions are learned things that you accept, things that you accept and things that you don't accept. Some of you have been forced to accept things, emotions that you did not even want. You were made to fear, bullying. Bullying is a spirit. Some of you were bullied, bullied, put into lockers, beat down by your brother, sister, mother, family. They're kids. They were in abusive homes and they were beat to death by their own siblings. Why did their siblings beat them to death? Because they were being beat upon. They were being sexually assaulted and they took it out on the one that could not fight back. I know I'm talking to somebody here. Put something else in your heart. You are a new creature. You need the word of God. Begin to read the word of God. Let it come forth. Get you an audio device. Some kind of recorder, MP3 or something. Put the Bible on the MP3 recorder, recorder. Take that recorder. Charge it up every day. Take it with you every day. Turn it on low and stick it in your pocket. Stick it in your front pocket, right or left. Stick it in your pocket and let it play. Why are we doing that? Because your cells, your, you, you are speaking spirit, but your cells in your body need to learn a new thing. It needs to remember the, the goodness of God. It needs to be restored unto God. You are, your soul is renewed, but your body and your, your, your body remembers the sin. So you got to have your body to remember to, to take on something new because your soul knows that you knew, but your body remembers. Cause sometimes even with people that are abused, they say, well, even though they're abusing me, I, I I'm, I'm being loved. Cause they told me, won't nobody else love me. Won't nobody else love me. I'm the only one that love you. That's why I do this. Now they doing that for their own satisfaction. They don't love you. That ain't love. Having sex with your parents is not love. That's rape. It's emotional rape. It's physical rape. No one volunteers to have sex with a sibling, 
with a cousin, a uncle, auntie, mother, father. No one volunteers for that. That's not normal. No one volunteers to be assaulted by a teacher, a sports instructor, a coach. Nobody volunteers for that. They just want to play ball. They just want to play ball. They don't want to be assaulted. Some of them just wanted a father figure. Just somebody to tell them, yo, man, you doing a good job. Another reason why I keep, I've asked for such a long time. Coaches, stop hitting these kids on the butt. You may not be doing nothing wrong in your heart. But there's some people that do. And if you let somebody hit you on the butt once, the next thing you know, they're going to start cupping their finger. And when they hit you, they're going to try and put their finger up your butt. Up your butt, up your vagina, grab your balls. It's okay to say, okay, yo, coach, I appreciate you. Don't hit my butt, though, all right? Look, I got an arm, I got a back. You can just say, yo, good job, high five. Yo, high five, high five, good job. Don't hit me on my butt. Don't touch my anatomy. I don't, I really don't like that. I like words. Yo, good job. My love language, my appreciation language, my appreciation language is thank you. Good job. Good job. That's my appreciation language. Good job. You feel me? Your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. Your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. And you have a right to be blessed. I want you to Ephesians 2, 8 and 9. For by grace you've been saved through faith and not of yourselves. It is a gift of God, not of works lest any uh, man should boast. Um, Romans 8 through uh, 10. Uh, verse 8 through uh, 10. It says, So then that 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 are in so then they that are in the flesh cannot please God, but ye are not in the flesh, but the spirit is but in the spirit, if so, be that the spirit of God dwell in you. Now, if any man have not the spirit of Christ, he is none of his. And if Christ be in you, the body is dead because of sin, but the spirit is life because of righteousness. What that means is when you receive Christ as your Lord and Savior, you no longer desire to do sinful things. You, if you, if you, some of you say, well, hold on. Sometimes I feel like I want to do X, Y, Z. That's a temptation. I feel tempted to do X, Y, Z. That is a temptation. That is a temptation. And you have the right to be free. That is a temptation. And you have the right to be free. Amen. Amen. You have a right to be free. Glory to God. God loves you, man. God loves you. God loves you. And you have a right to be free. Amen. I want you to know that. God loves you and you have the right to be free. You have the right to be free. Uh, go with me to real quick to Second uh, Corinthians chapter six, <clears throat> verse nineteen. Second Corinthians chapter six, verse nineteen. Hold on a second. 
Did I get this thing up there? I'm trying to pull it up real quick. Amen. Glory to God. All right. So I thought I had put it up here. And I did not. Oh, wait. It's uh, 1 Corinthians. Um, I believe I read that. I think I read this one to you. I just wanted to read it again. Yeah, I did. What? Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you, which ye have of God, and ye are not your own your body is the temple of the holy spirit if somebody come at you and they want to try and perform some kind of sexual act on you they want to do some kind of perversion upon you say no my body is the temple of the holy spirit i belong to the lord god almighty for jesus is lord over me rebuke them and if they keep coming at you keep pressing towards you say father god in the name of jesus help me God will come to your assist. Some of y'all are like, well, God didn't come to my assist because he did it anyway. Start screaming. Tell somebody. You cannot keep that secret to yourself. Tell somebody. You can't keep that secret to yourself. It does not serve you. And some of y'all are so worried that, oh, they're going to go to jail. God is going to stop him. He ain't got to. With people that go to jail for abusing people, the abuse does not stop. It does not deliver them from that sin. It just puts them behind bars with a bunch of people that are either doing the same thing and hurting other people. They actually need to be made free from that spirit of sin. I ain't telling you not to call the police. I'm telling you. If you are a child, call the police and get some help. Tell a parent, tell a grandma, tell tell somebody. Tell somebody. And they'll call the police. If you ain't got somebody that you can trust, then go ahead and call the police. They'll get it sorted out. I ain't gonna lie to you, you may go into a foster home. And hopefully they're not doing that same thing there. It's a difficult situation to be in. But I'm asking you to pray and talk to God and tell God and ask God, because remember, you got to re- remind God, you said that you would lead me from evil. You said that no weapon formed against me shall prosper. Amen. Say, Jesus, help. And I want you to get saved. Because I want you to have all the benefits of heaven. For God so loved the world, John three sixteen and 17 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. If you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, but you want to, repeat this prayer after me. Lord Jesus, I ask you to forgive me of all my sins. I confess my sins before you this day. I give up my past life with Satan and close every door to all Satan's devices. I confess Jesus as the Lord of my life. Thank you for saving me and for bringing me back to where I once was from this day forward, Lord Jesus. I will be sensitive to how you feel. I won't hurt you. I will obey you, Lord Jesus. I ask you to present me to Jehovah in your name. Lord Jesus, I believe with my heart, I confess with my mouth, that you rose from the dead. 
that I am saved and receive you today wholeheartedly 100%. Make me a light in this earth and the salt that gives it flavor. And from this day forward, I want you to hold your hand up. If you if I'm talking too fast for you, you can go to LUTGradio.com and read it. I confess with my mouth that you rose from the dead, that I am saved and receive you today wholeheartedly, 100%. Make me a light in this earth and a salt that gives it flavor. And from this day forward, I will live for you, Jehovah God. In the name of Jesus, and share the gospel of Christ Jesus with everyone I meet and everyone I know. It's commitment, Jesus. I will get this world for you. I pray this prayer to the Father in the name of Jesus. I receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus with evidence of speaking in tongues and interpreting tongues for the edifying of the body of Christ Jesus by the will of Jehovah God. Amen. Congratulations. You just got saved. Amen. By the blood of Jesus right here on LUTGradio.com. Remember, your loyalty is to the Lord Jesus Christ. I am I am an instrument. I am his hands in the earth. I'm a willing servant. I am God's friend. I am his trusted, amen, companion. I will speak his gospel. My perfection is in my love and God with all my heart, mind, soul, and strength. Loving my neighbor as I love myself. In that way, I am perfect. Loving my brothers and sisters and my brothers and sisters in Christ the way Jesus loves the church. And that way, I am perfect. That's perfection. You may not do everything right in the earth, but when you begin to love God, he'll make sure you get it all that you get it right the first time. Amen. Don't worry about whether or not somebody how somebody else is dealing with the temptation. Focus on you. You're the person that you can change. And for others, you pray for them. Ask God to lead you in prayer for others. Now that you save, what do you do? You take authority over your body, over your life. And you speak a healing. You rebuke sickness in your body if there's any. If there's any sickness in your body, you rebuke it. And you speak healing to your body. If your issue is finances, then you rebuke lack in your finances. And call yourself debt-free with plenty more put up in store. Amen. If there's issues just in your family... Rebuke that sin from your family and and decree today, this day, my family shall be saved and living holy and righteousness and in truth unto the Lord God Almighty. Amen. Decree that your family shall be saved and set free from every trap of sin. That your family will never be oppressed again. Amen. Decree the blessings upon your family. Amen. And I pray that God will give you a church home to go to. Uh, you, um, and uh, that's uh, preachers from the Bible in spirit and in truth. And don't forget, share the link for LUTGRadio.com. Continue speaking. Take the foundations courses on LUTGRadio.com. And uh, it's 10 weeks. And also there's a foundation page that you should also read. Share the link for LUTG Radio. Shop in the shops. Um, and as you're able, give to the fundraiser because I'm raising money to get some equipment as well as a building. 
um, for LUTG Radio. So we're doing a lot. We're working on a lot. I, uh, I do want your help. I appreciate you. Uh, so do give as you're able to. Give as God instructs you to. And I appreciate you. Thank you so much for listening to uh, me, Kathy Brox, um, on the LUTG Radio show on LUTGradio.com, WKKP Digital Broadcasting. Y'all have a blessed day now, y'all. Amen.